coming up, we're going to be talking about how a Disney Plus original film is going to be getting a theatrical release. Also, what's going on with Disney Plus in India and much more. But before we go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest Disney Plus news. Hi, it's Roger here from what's on at DisneyPlus.com. It's time for a quick Disney Plus news roundup. Let's first off talk about a brand new Disney Plus original film, Young Woman and the Sea, because this film is now set to get a limited theatrical release. It's gonna be coming out in cinemas on the 31st of May. Um, so with a limited release, it just means it's not going out to as many cinemas and they'll be like less showings generally probably more likely to be just in the central cities again we don't know if this is just going to be us but it's now gone officially onto the disney theatrical slate um so i would imagine you know if it starts picking up steam and people start seeing it they then can extend it out also with a limited release it also means that the budget for like advertising can be a lot less but with things like the olympics and stuff coming up this is a big, big shift. So this film stars Daisy Ridley and it's all about a woman trying to swim across the English Channel called Trudy and she makes the 21 mile swim back in 1926 and from here she then went on to compete in the Olympics. So obviously that is where this film ties in with this summer's Olympics where they're going to try and push that in and then get it out on Disney Plus probably in time then for the Olympics. So this is going to be a first big shift. I think we're going to see more of this. I wouldn't be at all surprised if the upcoming Lilo and Stitch film does something similar. We're really seeing Disney pivoting away from Disney Plus original releases because ultimately they don't make a lot of money and if they put them out in cinemas they can claw back some cash. Also generally the budgets on these are much smaller so therefore they don't need to take as much. You know if, if a movie like this did like 100, 200 million it probably would then be all right automatically into profit. It's not one of these big expensive films like Indiana Jones. So there's a lot of advantages for it. Disney got a quite weak slate in terms of how much movies they're bringing out this year. This will boost that. It kind of, again, reinforces the idea that films should be seen in cinemas, which Disney kind of want to do. It helps with cinemas. But also, and this is the kind of the interesting thing, um, actually more people will watch a film on streaming if they've seen it or seen it advertised for cinemas, because um, the kind of that um, idea that it's not a straight streaming film kind of disappears and therefore people think it's worth a little bit more. So I definitely think there's an element to that. And I think, you know, I think this just makes sense. Put a film out, it doesn't mean you're gonna spend millions and millions and millions of dollars advertising it. I know a lot of people always kind of mention the idea of advertising. The simple truth now is advertising is all over the place. You know, what used to work doesn't work. And spending a hundred plus million dollars on advertising a movie which they know isn't gonna bring in that, not a lot of point in doing that. So cutting back on that is important. But yeah, I think we're gonna see a lot more of this. Netflix is doing the exact opposite. They're pushing away from theatrical, but most of the other um, streaming services and studios realize this really is where kind of the money is rather than just purely focusing on streaming. But let us know your thoughts. Do you like seeing films released in cinemas first or do you like them going straight to Disney Plus? Love to hear your thoughts on that in the comments below. Moving on from there, let's now talk about a brand new limited series from FX called Say Nothing, which is going to be coming to Hulu and Hulu on Disney Plus in the United States, Star Plus in Latin America and on Disney Plus around the world. Though they're kind of interesting, they said Star Plus, but I think by the time this show comes out, That'll be long gone. This nine episode series will tell the story of what happened in Northern Ireland in the era known as the Troubles. And it's all about the shocking disappearance of Jean, a single mother of 10, uh, who was abducted from home in 1972 and never seen again. And with this series being set in Northern Ireland in the 1970s, obviously the IRA and stuff are all involved in this. So it's gonna be very interesting how this comes together. And it can be a very different kind of story, definitely much for um, grown-ups 
So looking forward to learning a little bit more about this era and about the troubles. But yeah, if you're interested in this brand new series, let us know what you think about this in the comments below. Let's now talk about what's going on with Disney in India, because over the last few months, we've been hearing that Disney has been looking to sell off some of its assets in India. Now this all kind of come about because back in 2019, when Disney purchased 20th Century Fox, it acquired Star India, which operates um, 80 plus linear channels. It's got a studio there also brought in and um, they've got um, assets such as a part of a satellite company plus also Hotstar. Now they ended up rebranding Hotstar to Disney Plus Hotstar and that catapulted Disney Plus's subscriber numbers just massively because they managed to add like 60 plus million subscribers and it all looked like it was doing pretty good. But as with Succession, those Indian numbers weren't looking so good when they looked into it a bit deeper because once Disney realized they were spending out billions of dollars on cricket rights, they decided that they weren't going to be going for that. Well, that then led to a massive problem for them. They lost 20, 30 million subscribers because of losing the cricket rights. Now, the trouble is with what's going on with India is generally a subscriber in India is worth much less than a subscriber in Europe or North America because per month they get about 70 cents per subscriber. Well, in Europe and in North um, America, they get around about $7. So nearly 10 times difference between the two. So you need to get a lot more subscribers. So 70 million subscribers in India would be equivalent to 7 million subscribers in North America. So just to put that into context. So um, Disney's been looking to do what it can, what to work out what it can do. And it has been in contact with a number of different companies one of which is Reliance. Now, apparently, according to the Wall Street Journal, a deal has been made. It's expected to be announced later this month. And Disney has sold a 60% stake of its Disney Star, because they rebranded it, um, to what's basically Viacom 18. Interesting with this one here, also, um, some of the Murdochs are actually back involved in it. They're going to be picking up about 9% of it. And one of the sons has got it along with one of the co-runners of Star India. So very interesting that they kind of brought a little bit back. Disney is still going to be holding on to about 40% of this company. So they're not completely leaving the area, but they've we're probably going to end up seeing um, Jalo Cinema and Disney Plus Hotstar. They're merging together and becoming even stronger. Apparently there's like a five year deal that'll be in place to have all the Disney Plus content on that platform. So we can see some major changes with Disney Plus Hotstar in India. But what's also interesting about this new deal is apparently it has been sold for $3.9 billion. So that's just the 60%. So overall, Disney's um, asset was looking at maybe around about $7 billion. And initially they were looking at anything between seven and 10 plus billion. This was considered one of the crown jewels when they brought 20th Century Fox. And yeah, the value has just plummeted um, with what they've been doing there in, in India. A lot of this seems to be coming down from the misunderstanding of what um, people want in India. A lot of it is about free television rather than paying for it. And the idea of them paying what we pay here in Europe or in North America is just, just out of touch with like currency rates and all the rest of it. Um, so yes, big changes. So this leads things well open with what's going to happen. Will we see the closure of Disney Plus Hotstar and where, you know, what's going to happen with the Disney Plus subscriber numbers? You know, obviously that's going to drastically be reduced. But Disney has been kind of separating those numbers in their quarterly results over the last few, like, quarters. I'm trying to separate them to kind of get used to it and don't really um, mention it. 
Um, there's also the big question of what's going to happen with Disney Plus Hotstar in countries like Thailand and Malaysia. Are they just going to be rebranded to Disney Plus? The other questions, what's going to happen with Hotstar here in the UK and in Canada? Are they going to just be um, in this involved with this new company? And also, what's going to be happening with the Hotstar content in the United States? Because while it all got added into Hulu when they shut down the Hotstar app in the US a couple of years ago, um, they haven't brought that Hotstar content over onto Hulu and Disney Plus. In most countries around the world, there is not any like Indian content. It's still very much separate. So I'm really kind of leaning on the idea that Disney might have just off. They might just get rid of all of that content. There's also questions again about the branding of Star, where there's already been a big question mark over the future of it. Um, I've thought for many years and definitely now feel like we're probably going to likely see that Star Hub in Disney Plus around the world get rebranded to Hulu now that they own Hulu. And that'll make life much easier for just uh, marketing and everything because they can just focus on that one brand as their general entertainment. There are other issues, for example, you know, only recently they're still changing some of the television channels over to Star. They're going to be closing down Star Plus in Latin America. So all these different branding. When you look at the overall picture, you can start seeing they are not really seem to be like that committed to this branding. You know, they're selling stuff, closing stuff, branding. Yeah. It also just continues to show to me that Disney really hasn't been able to fully take advantage of 20th Century Fox. They spent a fortune on it. They allowed Comcast to boost them up in terms of how much money they spent on it. 70 plus billion. They have been selling off assets like the RSNs in the US which have ended up, you know, they're having major problems. They've been selling off um, some video game bits. They were selling off um, channels and stuff. Yeah, a whole load of assets have been sold off, but I don't know, it just doesn't feel like to me like Disney's really been able to utilize that 20th century content. You know, we've not really seen it utilized in the US in terms of movies like on Disney Plus or on Hulu properly yet. Internationally a bit better. They've not really dived into the back catalogue of 20th Century Studios either. Um, yeah, IFX and 20th Century Television and National Geographic have become a big part of their studio things and that's been working. The movie side has been a bit hit and miss. They ended up sending everything over to streaming. That hasn't worked and now they're kind of going backwards. Yeah, I just feel like they've not embraced it in the part. It just doesn't feel like they've really fully integrated it and we're like five years on now and it still doesn't fully feel like they've been able to bring in 20th century in the same way that they brought in marvel and star wars but hopefully things will change but yeah uh things in india are definitely going to be changing um bob Iger has said in the past that not all countries are equal and not and they might not always see Disney Plus in every country, but yeah, things are definitely changing. Obviously, when we get the official information, I'll be talking about it a little bit more. But this does have that. I, it kind of feels like when you put when you start putting things together, it does definitely feel like you know this asset is going to be sold off, and Disney going to still keep a part of it and still bring in some money. They'll get some money as well coming into the US side with like a licensing deal that will work out probably a little bit better for them that way. Less costs, but just income. But yeah, very interesting. But I'd love to know your thoughts on all of this in the comments below. Do you use Disney Plus Hotstar? What do you think is going to happen? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that in the comments below. In our question of the day, which comes from Diabolical Gaming, says something else I've just noticed. Amazon has 34 fast sports channels on their free live TV list, and some of them are Fox Sports. Disney Plus definitely needs to have at least some fast channels to, with sports to compete with Amazon and Paramount. 34 for free, just wow. And Disney's not doing anything to counter this. Amazon's head of the games in terms of fast channels for free. 
Now, I definitely think this is a weird kind of situation going on right now with everyone running around trying to fill in different things. Amazon seems to be going definitely into the fast thing. You've got Freebie and they're doing all these channels and stuff. Um, I do think that there's an element that eventually, when they can get sorted out what they're doing in the US with Disney+, Plus. ESPN, I think, is going to have a major part of it. I think they're going to need that ESPN content to compete with Amazon and Netflix and everything. Because everyone, everyone is going to have a little bit of sports. And I think that's where we're going. I think ESPN's idea of, you know, spending a fortune and you getting access to it, I just don't think people are going to go for it. I think people are just going to expect a little bit of sport. It's going to boost up the price. I think that's the problem that some of us are going to have to deal with. But... I think sports are going to be an issue. I think the problem is with fast channels is um, whether or not this is going to work. I mean, I think from Disney's point of view, you know, they can get you to pay like five, ten dollars a month, and then you get the ads. That's better for them than fast. They are licensing stuff out to fast channels. They're experimenting with their ABC app as well. We're putting more stuff on there. Fast is definitely an area which I can see people growing in, but I think they're very much more looked at the. I think adding stuff into Disney Plus. I think if you added in fast channels, you know, does that send in the wrong message that stuff's for free? Or do they just keep the price really low? Maybe they just go at $7.99 and you get access to a catalogue with ads and you get all of these channels. There's, there's definitely a lot of scope for them to expand and they just, it does feel like they are just massively behind because they've been trying to deal with this Hulu and ESPN stuff is grabbing all their attention and there's so much other stuff going on. Amazon are definitely spending more money on content. But they're also all looking at it going, you know, we've got to kind of counteract what they're all doing. But yeah, it's, it does feel like Disney Plus is going to need some kind of sports, I think, to compete. And I do think the ESPN brand. But if you put ESPN into Disney Plus, it's going to boost up the price. And are people willing to pay for it? I don't know. If they get the advertising in, we've seen this last um, winter with the NFL. They've got massive numbers on ABC. It's, it's all changing. Things are definitely changing. But I wouldn't be at all opposed to seeing like ESPN as a hub within Disney Plus. And if there's going to be a lot less sports on there anyway, because everyone's buying up different rights, it's going to be interesting to see how all this comes together. But let us know. Do you would you like to see ESPN as a hub within Disney Plus? I'd love to know your thoughts on that in the comments below. Leave us a question for Monday's video. I'll be about them. And obviously, this coming weekend, I'll be doing a live Q and A on Sunday. But on that note, guys, thank you very much. See you guys soon. Later's.